allow me to introduce myself my name is doc d to the oc <laughs> hey everybody the time has finally come the doc report podcast is here this has been a new journey of the doc report that i've been trying to do now for the past two to three years and i'm finally at a place where i'm like fuck it let's just go let's just do it so that means no more procrastinations from me pushbacks i felt like rihanna with the question of when the album's coming out and here i am keep saying the doc report is coming soon it's coming soon it's coming soon even had it in the header in my bio on my instagram and on twitter because at one point i was banned on twitter i was um my Twitter was uh, under fire for a minute on my regular Mr. Doc MRDOC. So I had to use my The Doc Report backup that I had because, again, The Doc Report has been the brand for a long time. So I'm going to get into that history as well. And I'm going to let you all know what The Doc Report podcast is going to be about. But first, um, thank you all for just rocking with me for so long on FNL Radio. That's still going to be a thing. Monique and I are still going to be doing shows. This year will mark the 14th or 13th, excuse me. This year will be the 13th anniversary of FNL Radio. So the 13th season will be premiering later this year. I still have some more stuff that I want to do for the current season with the summer right now. But Monique has been busy doing her thing. Like we have lives and that's the thing that's been different from when fnl radio first started when i was younger when i started fnl radio i was 19 years old in college so with that being said the only thing responsibility uh, that i had to do was schoolwork and i only thing i had a regular job then i had like little jobs as far as internships in the media space as far as entertainment and doing street promotions i was still doing my bad boy internship and at that point, I also was starting to intern for Def Jam and for Universal Music Group. So I was, that was all the busyness that I had to really deal with. Fast forward now, though, as a grown-ass adult, adulting as fuck, <laughs> and having, having my house, a job, doing other little stuff here and there the like fnl radio or my graphic design or whatever i get my hand into and in doing things and still having you know stuff to do the timing ain't time like it used to so in that regard fnl radio is still going to be a thing of course monique is busy right now doing some stuff for her job and when she gets back in focus then we're going to bring fnl radio back of course her google checks that's still going to be the main topic of conversation each and every damn time <laughs> um, but she will get her google check in due time there will be a gift card presented to monique eventually <laughs> but no i do thank monique so much for rocking with me for as long as she has and us doing the show and make you all laugh and make you all just you know just love it and it's always good to hear people's reactions to fnl radio or to the doc report back in the day or any of the posts nowadays you know with social media being so heavier than it used to be and i'm putting my foot out there now with a lot of different things so i'm on the tiktok i'm doing tiktok 
and I have TikTok videos that's gaining traction and stuff. And so it's we're in that space now. So now it's like, okay, where do I fit in as far as being an OG into this whole situation with FNL Radio and the Doc Report dating back 2007, I mean 2008? Where do I maneuver in trying to get content on? Do I still do the YouTube or? I've been doing the Instagram Reels, which has been dope, TikTok, which has been dope, and you start seeing where your market is starting to flow at, and I'm starting to notice that my market is starting to flow more towards in the TikTok and Instagram, Twitter world, and YouTube is just there as the OG support system, but sometimes you got to make that move, and you got to do things to maneuver with the market, and so that's what I've been doing a lot of this past year and planning and developing different things and again developing this Dr. Port podcast for the past few years. First off too though, let me let you all know as well, it is Fourth of July weekend. I thought it was what a better time to do this podcast on Independence Day, even though this is not my Independence Day, but it is an independence day for others and whatnot, you know. <laughs> and then I want to segue off of that real quick too so now i want to be talking about a lot of different topics on the show and again i'm going to get into the stuff in the video oh excuse me i'm not doing the video excuse me in the podcast in this podcast i'm so i'm a, i'm used to the doc report videos but i'm doing the podcast <laughs> um i've been i had to really you know with juneteenth and everything like that i was out in dc for something in the water and someone came up to me it was a few people that came up to me but they would tap me and be like hey doc and i'm like i don't know this person like and i i'm in dc i'm, I'm not up there like that but they know fnl radio they know the doc report they know instagram they know the social media they know mr doc same happened i went out to a spot in norfolk not too long ago probably last fall and people would just kept calling me doc they they know doc they know the radio show and that still surprised me to this day because i don't really i don't really i don't know i don't really take that into like account of the stuff i've been doing for so long in the years i've been doing it because i'm just a regular old dude so i don't look at myself like the celebrity of blah 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 i just do it because it was a passion it's just a, something i love to do i never looked at it to be famous or to be recognized or anything like that because even then when i started everything i was still the shy kid in college who people were surprised i had a voice <laughs> to be completely honest with you and my voice really developed in college and being in philly so I say that to say with the whole Juneteenth thing, my job doesn't recognize Juneteenth. So it's funny. It's not funny, but, you know, Juneteenth was recognized as a national holiday, observed holiday last year, 2021, or was it 2020? It's been 2020 and 2021 are such a clustered time frame for me personally as well. So it's just everything just jumbled all together. And the 2022 was a whole new situation. But um, so I've. I actually left a job, um, Dollar Tree Corporation. 
I, where I worked there previously, I can say that now because I no longer work there. But I left them because when Juneteenth was uh, observed as a holiday, they made no mention of it. So this was last year then. They made no mention of it at all in any of the communications of emails or anything like that. Or even said, you know, when companies were like, okay, we're going to give our employees these days off or this day off. Even it just started, like, they was like, we're going to give different companies, different corporations, giving their employees their days off. I, we didn't get that. I'm working IT. I know we're on the front you know, line of support of all everything, but it's like, okay, they just recognize this as a holiday, but of course, 4th of July, whoop-de-doo, we were off. So I felt the way about that. I'm not going to lie, I felt the way about that. And so that was one of the reasons why I said I will leave that company. And, of course, local and state government, they're all, you know, military, stuff like that. For the So now this new company I work for, and I, I'm the VP of my company I work for listens to FNL radio. So I am, you know, treading lightly. But if you're listening, see him. <laughs> I will say um, that is something that I hope will be in effect one day for Juneteenth to be recognized because it is something for my culture and for my family and for my just everything. We there's we can we use that time to recognize and to learn about our ancestry and our history and stuff like that. I know I definitely did last year. I voluntarily took Juneteenth off last year at my old job because I was like, you know what? This is a time for reflection as far as who I want to know who I am. And I haven't done it myself yet. I got it from my mom and I got it from my dad. I got them both ancestry DNA tests and they found their backgrounds and their who they are. So I want to do that for myself and going to the Black National Museum in December last year for the first time in D.C. I've never been because, you know, to get into that, you have to time it correctly to get those tickets 30 days in advance to the date and the time that you're trying to go. So it was a lot trying to do that. But I finally got it done last year. Me and the family went last December and it was I still got to go back because we didn't we went to all four floors, but stuff was still closed off due to COVID. And then on top of that, too. You're trying to cram so much into those four hours before they close. And so I got to go back. I do want to revisit some exhibits and things like that. But I'm saying that to say, you know, as a company with black employees, please recognize your black employees. Please recognize their holidays, our holidays, because Juneteenth is important to us now. It's not just any old day. It's something that's been instilled in us for some time. But it was never really recognized because you never heard about it. Now you have all the corporations this year in 2022 having Juneteenth sales or Walmart with they whack-ass Juneteenth ice cream that they try to come out with and stuff like that. And Target, who I, I like Target because they incorporate a lot of black creatives and black brands into their business. And so you see their setups and displays in the stores with, you know, buy black and do this and this black brand here and black I, I like that stuff I, yes it's corporation yes it's corporate but at the same time is putting a voice out there for us as black people and so i'm hoping that the company that i work for will take that into consideration 
one day because you have a lot of black employees there and if we could get fourth of july off it's only right that our independence day we can get off as well for juneteenth so i'm just putting that out there and that's the thing with fnl radio oh well the doc report excuse me i gotta train my mind because i'm doing two podcasts at one time now the doc report that's what this is going to be some hard-hitting conversations it's going to be fun it's going to be you know hot topic of it's not entertainment or music news it's just real life shit that's what the doc report is going to be all about so let me take y'all on the history lesson of the doc report so the doc report began me and my homie chris we used to always talk about music and entertainment news i started writing for the virginia pilot as a teenager i was 15 years old and then that transitioned into me working for teen news now which was a show on the cw27 in the hampton rose area on wgnt channel 27 and some great people came from that lineup too i, I will say i've been blessed to come from people who have been who i've worked with or who i went to school with and we've all blossomed and done some big things so i'm happy to be in that conversation with amongst some people i'm like lamont who was on uh, Teen News Now, I think he was he was after me after I left, or I was just getting ready to leave because I was going to college, or I think I was coming back on weekends and just doing little things here and there at Teen News Now. Cause I was a graphic designer and I did the video audio production. I would do camera work sometimes. I would write sometimes. There were times I wanted to do be in front of the camera, but I was too shy. I was the shy, chubby high schooler. But I was already in band. I was in first robotics. And so I already had a lot going on. And so I decided I would just do behind the scenes. And before I move on, I do got to give some other Teen News Now alum shout outs to Blessing, Brandon. I'm pretty sure there was some other people. I'm trying to remember everybody. Like Teen News Now was like so long ago. I used to have to go to Portsmouth. I'm going to tell another episode later down the road too why me who had no license at 15 or 16 going to teen news now my grandmother my dad's mother rest in peace grandma rosa may would have me drive to portsmouth i found out years later the reason why after she passed why i was driving to portsmouth i will tell y'all about that on another episode so y'all stay tuned for that soon fireworks are buzzing outside i can hear already i'll make sure i don't hit my house or my car i'm looking at my window right now as i'm in my FNL Radio Doc Report Studio here at Scott Manor, which is my house to everybody. So now, moving on. So, doing entertainment music news, Chris, always talking about stuff, talking about artists. It was cool to talk to someone about that because I was always the one that's talking about it to myself. I tried to talk with my little sister, but, you know, she wasn't really paying attention. And my parents, why do I talk to them about that? So, to have someone like Chris come in and I'll give my respects to Chris too. I haven't talked to Chris in so long. He was the OG with me by my side when FNL radio started, when the doctor report started. So Chris, you know, still giving you your flowers to wherever you are. I, you know, you're still my friend to this day. I don't, but I don't know where you are. So that's the thing, but wherever you are, Chris, if you're listening, if anyone knows about Chris Simmons, 
in the 757 area, let them know that Reggie Doc, you know, is still looking out and reaching out for him and everything like that. So that's that. But Chris had this conversation and stuff like that. So one day in my dorm, I was finishing an assignment and I was arranged to the Philadelphia. This was December 2017. I was thinking about this idea and I was just you're ready to go home for winter break. That's it, 17, excuse me, people, 2007. I'm that old. <laughs> so December 2007, I was having this idea before um, about doing just something. And I was inspired by, like, Concrete Loop and Nicole Bitchy, Wrap Up. Those were, like, the three main sites I would always go to. And so they were really inspirations to me as far as stories and writing entertainment news pieces and stuff like that. And again, from my background working with Teen News Now and working with Virginia Pilot, it just made sense for me to, maybe I can get into this myself. We'll see. You know, big dreams, right, for a little kid that's in college who really didn't talk like that in school. So I went to Virginia. I'm on the Greyhound bus writing and just conceptualizing things in my little notebook that I had with me. Cause I wasn't pulling out no laptop, my HP compact on the damn Greyhound bus. Cause my laptop had just gotten stolen a couple of months before that. I wasn't even in college a full month and my laptop got stolen. I'll tell y'all about that later in another episode too, <laughs> about why my laptop got stolen in Philly. But, I started thinking about the idea of doing a website. And so I started looking into different ways I could do it, cost-effective ways I could do it. Because remember, I'm in college. I don't have money. My shopping sprees are at Dollar Tree, Rite Aid. What else would we shop at? Because my best friend, Kina, it was us. It was some other people, too. It was other my other friends that I met in school as well. And... I remember going to my grandpa first off would pick me up on weekends to go back to uptown to West Oak Lane to stay at the house or do laundry and stuff like that. And well, he would take me to shop right to go shopping if I'm on that side. But if I'm in Center City and I'm just by my lonesome over with my friends and stuff like that, I'm walking my long ass legs down to the super fresh that was like on South Street, like further down the way. And I think back out it now, I'm like, I really walked my ass to that super fresh and still had groceries to take back. I actually still have the super fresh card on my keychain right now. But that's let you know I was I was really in that hustle of a college student in a big city kind of deal. So coming up with these ideas and stuff like that, I found that blogger, which is from Google, had the free option to do a website. So it'd be like blah, 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 dot blogger.com or something like that. So I remember it was when I got back to Philly and I had my setup, I did, I forgot. It wasn't the doc report initially. It was some other type of name I was doing. And something just clicked in me one day. I said the doc report, why not? And let me tell you why I had the nickname Doc to begin with, too. So before we get into that, back in the day when I was younger, when I was a kid, my mom, she's a nurse. She's a dialysis nurse. 
And I was one of those kids that, for whatever reason, I like going to the doctor. And I had a dope pediatrician. His name was Dr. Boykin. And I remember his office and everything completely. And I remember as a kid, I wanted to be a pediatrician. So I wanted to be a pediatrician. I wanted to be a doctor. I was probably like six or seven years old already looking into like what school can I go to or what classes. Like I'm that smart of a guy. And people who know me know I'm smart as hell. And I don't try to push it off like, hey, I'm the smart guy. But I am a bright person. I'm a bright individual. I mean, I did skip second grade. And so I wanted to be a pediatrician. And then Bugs Bunny, Looney Tunes was one of my favorite cartoons growing up. And Bugs Bunny is one of my favorite characters. And my Uncle Wes, Uncle Wes, hopefully you don't hear this because I don't want you coming at me like Monique and trying to get a check for name purposes. But my uncle started calling me Doc. And so anytime you come over to the house, he'd be like, what's up, Doc? And so I never used that nickname growing up. And let me tell you why. Because my dad's nickname, my grandma, Rosa Mae, their nickname for me was Bug. My dad's side of the family always called me Bug, June Bug or Bug. That's my nickname. That's insider for you all. <laughs> and then on my mom's side of the family, it was always Little Ray. Cause my dad, he's Reginald. That's his. I'm just second, but his nickname is Ray. So they'll call me Little Ray or Little Reggie. My old, my my like my big brother and like everyone still to this day will call me Little Reggie. But I'm a grown ass man. Cool, got it. <laughs> so I. Never stuck to nicknames like that until I was probably 15 or 16. I started using the whole doc thing when MySpace was popping. So when MySpace popped off, I was trying to be like Reggie Reg. I had a mixtape stuff that was coming out too. And I was like DJ Reggie Reg. And I was doing like little compilations and stuff like that for mixtapes. I started DJing at that time. I started having a love for music. So the pediatrician dreams went out the window because I was more invested in being a creative than anything. And so I started doing DJ Reggie Reg mixtapes, and then that changed to DJ Doc. And that was because I needed a name for MySpace. And so now I started carrying that name Doc, but no one really knew me as Doc, though it was still Reggie. So I didn't really start going heavy with Doc until I got to college because it's like I'm already, in, I'm already Doc on MySpace and on Black Planet. Talk about a throwback. So I just wanted to be Doc. And so I continued to Doc Mom name. And I was thinking the Doc Report. So I did the Doc Report. And that turned into the docreport.blogspot.com. And I signed up for the website. Again, doing it all on my own. I thought I wanted to look for a writer and stuff like that to help me. But I was like, no, I'm going to do it myself. Chris had just started college himself at Norfolk State. So I know he wasn't really technically savvy to be able to help me with anything I needed to get done and that kind of that kind of I guess in a way made me more like I want to do it myself and not really have people help me because I'm that made me become too much of a perfectionist I became too perfectionist up too much of a perfectionist at that point and that kind of hurt me in a sense now looking back because there are times I could have asked for help on certain things, but I don't want anything to be messed up because now it's my name on the line. And that transitioned so many different things of who I was as a person because I was always like 
just doing stuff on my own and I would always want to ask for help but this really submitted to where I was like yeah I'm not asking for nobody for help this is all on me I remember one time I had a little business growing up I had a graphic design business I was 10 11 years old doing calendars and t-shirts and photo editing and desktop publishing for people and my different churches and all of that and my sister she was doing jewelry like she was doing little beads she was probably eight years old seven eight years old doing like beaded jewelry and stuff like that now i remember one time we had flyers we had a little company of family little business me and her and she wasn't like charging prices right like she was giving too much deep discounts and stuff like that and i remember i had to drop her from the brand i was like yeah i'm gonna have to buy you out <laughs> you you can't be a part of the business anymore i'll just do it myself now and that made me too reliant on just being my by myself for so long and i'm in that place now as a older 32 year old where i'm like hey i want to start seeking out for help now there's some people who could be in college getting their foot in who want to experience this kind of stuff and want to learn about it and there's people have come up to me about that before and i still feel like no because i don't want you to mess anything up but now i'm more open to the idea of people coming on board and helping with this and helping with that it could be video editing editing the show on the podcast it could be coming up with different stories that i need to reach out to and talk about on the show and stuff like that so it's, it's all a learning process. I will say this. all a learning process as you get older. So the doc report comes out. And I think it was April something 2008. I can't remember the exact date, everybody. I will come back to y'all on a future episode on the exact date. But my first story on the website was Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon got married. I remember that was my first story. And it was the start of this new thing i was doing i was like when i pressed submit and publish i felt like this new weight of energy lift off me like okay i i just did it so let's go let's do more let's do more so i remember i could be in class and luckily at that point it was about to be summer break so i had all summer to really just knock out stories and just do everything but i was staying up night and day and trying to get contacts and then luckily i started reaching out to people where being up north was an advantage for me and then also doing um street promotions and being on the promo team for Def Jam and Universal and Bad Boy as well to where I got leads. So I would have people send me stories or send me new music. And so I prided myself on being the doctor report, the place where you got your real news source, the real source for your real news. There was no I didn't do any drama on my website. There was no rumors there was no false stories everything was all factual actual even if it came out to be true later down the road it was still actual factual on my website but the bigger people didn't pick up on it until like later down the road but the doctor report had the scoop first but become just a little website it wasn't looked at as heavy as a bigger brand if you will and then new music exclusives i would get as well and that was dope because I love music. So everything that I love all came together there. And then December 2008, I decided to do, well, October 2008, I decided to do FNL Radio. I decided, let me expand this. Let me do a podcast. So it wasn't FNL Radio. It was called The Doc, the Doc Show. 
and it was me and Chris. It was on Blog Talk Radio. We probably only did like one or two episodes. And I was like, okay, let's do a revamp because I don't like, I like the idea of what we're doing, but I need to polish up on it. Because I always wanted to do like little radio stuff. I felt like I always had that radio voice. This deep voice of mine has been here since I was like 15, 16 years old. So I wanted to do something like that, but I wasn't ready. I just tried to push myself out there. I was thinking, okay, I did the doc report so I can do this. Especially coming from a shy kid, it's like, okay, you're just throwing yourself out there. But I started doing the YouTube videos too at that same time. So I started doing the videos on YouTube and doing reviews on like award shows and songs and videos and that started gaining traction. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's do that. Segue over to October 2009 and the doc report um, still is flourishing. Everything's still going good. I created What Kind of Foolishness because I love to talk my funny shit. So when I did that, What Kind of Foolishness became a website of me. I, I can't remember the name of the website, but it was a website that was a funny ass urban website where it had all the craziness on there. And I can't think of the damn website name right now, but I gained inspiration from that. And so I said, you know what? I have a funny streak to me. And instead of me talking my funny clown shit on the doc report to, you know, to keep it separate and polished and everything like that, what kind of foolishness would be my website where I bring up like, remember soldier girl, I'm going to beat your ass on this train. You <laughs> so stuff like that, or you know, Miss Peaches fry that chicken and stuff like all the funny, crazy bullshit on the internet at that time that was viral in a sense. I put on what kind of foolishness. Little Mama was my target all the time. I think Little Mama hated me because we talked about her on FNL Radio to a point where I started calling her Little Daddy. Stuff like that. So it was a lot that was going on at that time. I promise you I'm not a bully too, but people started calling me a bully. I'm like, no, I'm not a bully. I'm just, I'm just, I don't even think I'm funny, but people be laughing. Just, it is what it is. And that was the tagline of what kind of foolishness. It is what it is. Uh, and the FNL radio at the one point, that was our tagline. It is what it is. Listen to the show. We talk about something. It goes somewhere else. It is what it is. And I started um, bring up these hosts. Chris was on there as well, and then Yoshi came on board, and then a couple of years, uh, a year two later, then Brandino come on board. We had guest appearances from like Tim, the hip hop head. We had my best friend Kina. Her and Tim had a fight on the show. That was a legendary episode. It, so it was a lot that was going on, and that was coming all together. But then at one point, I started becoming kind of. Sick and let me talk about FNL Radio too real quick. And let me give myself my flowers because at the time when FNL Radio started, that was October two thousand nine. You didn't have a lot of podcasts at all that dealt with entertainment and music news. It was all just radio shows, and that was always my thing. I was like, one day I'm gonna have a radio show like Wendy Williams' Experience because that was my main inspiration. Wendy Williams' Experience. That sh- look, say what you want about Wendy, but Aunt Wendy was the shit is the shit to this day and that's the reason why she deserves her flowers because there was so much that she was saying but people say the same exact thing the difference is she gets paid for it but y'all say the same thing and if she says it it's a difference now oh she's hating or she's this she's that but y'all say it's like it's whatever so 
that was always one of my inspirations. Wendy Williams, um, Big Boy in the Morning, um, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre, Shamara, shout out to Power 99 of Philly. Um, I love to this day, one of my favorites, one of my icons there. And so it was a lot of those shows that I was listening to that really made me want to get into doing radio and so fnl radio started off from blog talk radio as a live radio show online radio show at 11 p.m every friday night that's where the friday night live came from it was initially it's called friday night live radio they were showing the fnl radio and it became so much of a vibe like we'd be on the show initially it was supposed to be an hour then they would turn it into three hours and it was just everyone would people would be listening tuned in and that made me feel good because i was like all right we're keeping people entertained. We're keeping people in the house on Fridays or if they're on their way to the club or something on Fridays. And it was a fun experience. There was one episode of FNL Radio, which I think is still off the air. I, I say it's the unaired, aired episode. Because me, Chris, and Brandino were going from Petersburg because Brandino had a fashion show at, when he's going to Virginia State. We were in the car. We were probably lit. I think we were drunk. Something... And we were on the road on 58, whatever that highway is, coming from Petersburg back to the 757. Lit as hell and just talking about any old thing. And we're on Blog Talk Radio Live. Like, we're on FNL Radio Live on a Friday night doing the damn show. I don't know what the episode is. I think I came across it one time on iHeartRadio. I had to go back just for the purpose of listening to it, but that's the episode I said will never see the light of day, and for whatever reason, it saw the light of day. It is what it is, though. So the doc report is still doing this thing, but I started getting kind of bored of it because... Oh, but let me go back to FNL. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm backtracking, backtracking, backtracking. So there was no other radio shows like FNL Radio. So... When you start seeing now a lot of people doing their blogs or their radio shows or their podcasts and stuff like that, I had to get myself my flowers. I'm like, you know what? I really think about it, and it's documented in history, a time on this internet of Beyonce's. FNL Radio has been around for a long time, for many years. And so I am now in this place of, I again, I wanted to be the guy that was behind the scenes. I didn't want to be known for doing anything i just wanted to be hey i'm just going to do this but not be recognized now i want to be recognized now i want to be out there now i'm outside as an adult now i'm more confident in, than ever and what i bring to the table as far as entertainment music news and my way i present things the way i write things i got i get so much recognition and so much love for what i do that i never really reciprocated the right way because i'm always like uh even in person like if someone comes up to me like lately i've been getting a lot of compliments like oh you're handsome or i like your smile and stuff like that and i'm looking at me and so i'm still like that you're talking about me instead of saying thank you and so now i'm learning to just say don't overthink it just say thank you and accept it and so i'm learning to accept all of the flowers that i've gotten from Recently, I was on Channel 13 News and the 757, and it was for my time at the Something in the Water Festival this past uh, couple of weekends. I did this interview in my car, fresh from, I'm on my lunch break, and I didn't even know it was going to be airing on the news that same day, like 5 o'clock p.m. on the 5 o'clock news hour. I did that interview at like 2 p.m. on Zoom. It gets on there. 
so I'm not, I'm, I'm not knowing what time it's going to premiere. I started getting a flood of calls and texts like, Reggie, you're on the news. You're on the news. We saw you. You did so great. My mom and dad, they was like, you didn't tell he was going to be on the news. You did so great. You spoke well and stuff like that. Because, mind you, I still don't know. If they listen to FNL Radio, they are, they are aware of FNL Radio. They're aware that I do the show. I don't want them listening to it because of my mouth on the show. I don't. So, yeah. So, to them, to see that sometimes, or when they I tell them, hey, I'm going to be doing this event, I'm going to be covering this event, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be there, they're aware of it, they know, but I never really let them listen to it. Well, But now, because my mom, she is <laughs> Miss TikTok now. Now, she, now, she's not doing TikTok videos yet, question mark, but she is on TikTok, and she can, she know how to maneuver TikTok now. So I'm afraid she can come across the TikTok of me. I don't think I'm, I say anything pouty on TikTok, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Tagline of the doctor report, bringing it back. It is what it is. So I, um, so yeah, I'm giving myself my flowers now. I'm accepting all of what I am bringing to the table in this creative space as a black man. So that's that. Moving on to the doctor report. So now the doctor report again. I started losing interest in doing stories because I started doing the same stories I would have to write. I'm doing them on FNL radio. So why would I do it both in you know that way? And then you had a lot of websites coming out at that same time too, who was doing news stories and stuff like that and taking this formula, but it wasn't like I I, I just started. It was too, the market started being too saturated with too many blogs, and I just I got disinterested and I just. I stopped doing it and I tried to bring the doctor port back here and there. There were times I was like, okay, I'm bringing the doctor port back on this format or I'm going to change it up on this website and see. And it, it, it became to where I wasn't being consistent with the doctor report. Like I am with FNL radio. And so I just, by 2016, I think that was the last time I did a doctor report story was 2016 or 2017 type of that year. And I just, lost interest in the doc report and it was sad that I really let it go like that but it was for me because I just I, I got bored with it and I was more interested in doing FNL radio than anything else and trying other things and new opportunities and stuff like that so then I started thinking about the doc report again but I want to do it in a podcast form and I started thinking about what could I do that would make it different so I started thinking about who I am as a person, and I always would say this comment to people because my life is crazy. People look at me or hear me on the show on FNL Radio. They're like, you know, Reggie, you're happy-go-lucky. You're always smiling. You're funny. You're fun to be around, stuff like that. But at the end of the day or behind the scenes, sometimes I be going through some bullshit, and I never show it, though. I never present it. I'm always good at hiding it or I'm always good at doing this and that but at the same time too if people ask me for advice i'm always giving good advice too but there are times i don't take my own advice and that's a flaw sometimes as well so i wanted this show the doc report now when i revamped it and reintroducing it to the world as a podcast and not the doc report that people were familiar with as entertainment and music news this version of the doc report is going to be all about people knowing about me and so the saying i always said was i will write a book one day so that people can know who i am and know about me 
well, I might write a book one day about my life, but at this time, I felt like this would be my my book if I was to write it in real time, chapter by chapter, episode by episode, so people could really get to know who Reggie is, the guy behind Doc. And I am doing that in the space of being a black, young, gay creative, which I have, again, that's something that's big for me to even say because I never really expressed that out loud before, you know, so it's very different for me to just be like, fuck it, this is me, this is who I am, take me as me or leave it or whatever, but this is who I am. This is a new space that I'm in to where when I hit 32 this year, it shift changed in me where I was like, I am, I, I am comfortable in me now. And there are some people who have come into my life who I am thankful for bringing that side of me out of, you know, and I just, it's just time for me to really show it now and to really be in myself and just understand all of it is my therapist has a lot to do with that too i will say (laughs) shout out to my therapist so i am doing this show now the doc report each episode is going to be a different topic each topic is going to be anything dealing from love and relationships to mental health which is very serious to the state of the world we're in right now to just fun stuff or just fun conversations and it's going to be a roundtable thing where each week or each episode i'm going to have a different guest it's going to be a different topic each episode so we're going to just spend that one episode on that one topic and it's going to be fun i'm going to be talking to a load of people i've been trying to get people on the show and i think that's another thing that kind of cheered me a little bit sometimes too because waiting for people in the response to get back on the show i'm like all right, I'm trying to record at this time, but still waiting for you. So I'm get I'm letting this be the pilot, as you will, to get them to be like, okay, I see your vision. I see what you're talking about. Because even though I have it on paper, on print, I think people hearing it will give them an idea of, okay, this is what the show is going to be about. So this episode is just going to be all about me. The next episode, I'm going to have people come on. We're going to have our conversation. We're going to have our back and forth. We're going to have just great conversation, great dialogue agree to disagree agree on the same thing disagree anything could be anything but the thing with fnl radio oh excuse me i gotta get used to it the thing with the doc report is that it's going to be just anything dealing with the lgbtq community but also i'm gonna have my straight allies on here as well ally <laughs> i'm have them on here and just sharing their experiences as well and it's, it's going to be a fun time you know it's going to be different because you know on fnl radio i gotta be hype i got like hey you know this is the story da 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 on here i'm just i'm just relaxed i'm chill i'm gonna have my glass of wine or my heart drink with tequila and we're just gonna have our conversations to talk our shit and really be a voice and have people really be like okay i i i felt that because i've gone through that so it's gonna be a lot of my experiences i'm actually gonna put on the table on this new podcast, that's going to be different too because I shy away from it on FNL Radio because FNL Radio is always about, supposed to be about entertainment and music news. At the beginning of FNL Radio, you know, me and Monique give our weekly updates on what's been going on in our lives for about 10 minutes. This is where you're going to get my backstory on this show. You're going to get to know who I am. So that's going to be interesting. That's going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited for this new journey I am. And I am, I was nervous for so long 
to even do this show. Because, again, I'm putting a lot of myself out there. And some people are going to be knowing who I'm going to be talking about. But at the same time, you know what? I'm grown. I've lived. <laughs> and this is my time to really just be me. And that's that. So that is the whole backstory on this episode of me reintroducing myself on the Doc Report and bringing the Doc Report back to the forefront of the FNL world now. So on this FNL Network channel now, I'm, I'm doing some things now. I'm changing some stuff up. So there is going to be FNL Radio and the Doc Report on FNL. So if you look FNL Radio up on where you can already get on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google, over every listen to your podcast, the Doc Report now will be listed with FNL Radio episodes as well, and they'll be sectioned off differently, so you'll be able to see that. So, welcome to the Doc Report, everybody, and I can't wait for you all to listen to the next episodes. The list of topics that I have coming for you all, y'all are going to gag, y'all going to love it. So, I am excited. I am. Yeah, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And the way I know I'm doing it, because this shit is published now. <laughs> so I'm thank you all for rocking with me on FNL Radio for so many years, the Doctor Report for so many years. The OGs who really know what FNL Radio and Doctor Report is, the knows when I was in Philly in college at one hundred point three the beat had a music conference they were always doing Philly. I remember two thousand nine no, two thousand ten when FNL Radio really started popping off. I did, um, shit, I did, like, handmade fires and cars and stuff like that. I went to the Kinko's by the Marriott Hotel because the conference was at the convention center. And so I got those cars made up and stuff like that. I was posting them in the, again, coming from Street Team Promo, I was posting the cars in the middle of, like, the newspaper boxes, handing them out at the conference, putting them, sliding in people's bags, and... That's when I knew the power of promotion because I saw a, a number of people start tuning in and stuff like that. So that's my new promo is everything. So if you need me for promotional people too, if you know me for promotional needs, I'm your guy. I know how to promote my ass off. So, <laughs> but again, thank you all for tuning into the first episode of the Doc Port Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at mr underscore doc or the Doc Report on Instagram. I got to fix that up though. On Twitter, you can find me at Mr. Doc MRDOC because I did get my account back a few months ago. And you can find me on the Doc Report on Twitter as well. On TikTok, you can find me on the Doc Report or find me at the Doc Report. And trying to think what else I could be on right now. Um, I am looking for um, a future boo. It is dating season. It is for the love of Doc season two. So if you're single and you're trying to mingle, holler at me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is, um, the, the, <laughs> uh, again, I know I'm getting in trouble for that last line, but this is the, this is the doc report podcast. And I thank you all for tuning in and y'all have a good rest of y'all day. Stay safe out here, people. Bye.